Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler. Hi guys, welcome back to Motivation Monday with me, Maya. I hope you're having a great start to your week. And today we're going to continue the empathy series. We're getting close to the end and we're going to talk about the letter H. We're on H and we're talking about humility. You can't have an empathy series and not talk about humility. Got to be humble to be a good leader. So we're going to dive into that in just a second. But if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the My Opinion podcast, the leadership podcast for women. Make sure you share it. Let me know what you think. Leave a review. And thank you so much for continuing to listen. Okay, let's dive in. So humility or humility in leadership. So what does humility mean? Or what does being humble mean? So humility is broadly defined as self-awareness, appreciating others' strengths and contributions, and it also means that you have openness to feedback as well as, and criticism, right, and new ideas. So it's quite important for a leader to be self-aware, to appreciate others. We talked about that the other week. And to be open to feedback and criticism and new ideas. This is also important. So that's why humility is a part of this series. It's really important that leaders have these qualities and are are actively doing these things. And being humble as a leader makes you more relatable and approachable. So in turn, it creates more of a humanistic work environment where your employees will feel more comfortable being open, taking risks, and showing their vulnerability because you are showing them the way. You are being the example. I mean, think about it. We've all worked for somebody. Hopefully that's not you. <laughs> We've all worked for somebody that kind of sits on, you know, their silver throne or gold throne and they're kind of untouchable or unreachable. And we can't really identify with them. We don't understand them and we can't relate to them right we they don't seem approachable because we they're they're so many levels away from us who are these leaders that we find so incredible and amazing it's the ones that seem so down to earth and relatable and approachable and it makes us feel inspired and it makes us feel like wow like this is a real person what they're doing is an achievable thing or you know, depending on your goals, right? But wow, like this is so cool that I can talk to this person. They care about what I have to say. And it's quite inspiring. So think back to an incredible leader that you've had versus the leader that's untouchable. And I'll think about an incredible leader that you've had. They were probably quite approachable and someone that you felt comfortable going to with your ideas. That's having humility in leadership. It's also said that humility in leadership feeds overall effectiveness, which in my opinion is true. 
And effective leaders are willing to admit their mistakes and they share credit for the work and they learn from others. And if you guys don't know by now from listening to the podcast, I am obsessed with learning and I believe that a learning leader is the best leader. All of these qualities are very important, but you must be a learning leader to be a strong leader. And so you have to be open. So, of course, humility is really important because how are you going to be a learning leader without humility? You have to be able to humble yourself and say, I, you know what? I don't know that. Teach me that. And that may be somebody on your team that's going to do that for you. I'll give you an example in my career. So my my you know starting out at the right page of 22 when i was at joseph bank i knew a lot of the systems i knew a lot of things and that's why i ended up sitting on it boards and the creation for our point of sale system for the department that you know i ran or the it was in multiple departments and that was fun for me but when i went over to david's and to other companies i didn't know the point of sale systems i didn't come from internal it was a shift so i really relied on my team and Of course, walking into those leadership roles, as I've mentioned before, and I'm sure you guys have experienced too as leaders, they're like, why did she get that? She's not internal. She doesn't know these things. So you have to be humble and show humility as a leader and say, you know what? I don't know those things, but you do. And that's your strength. Can you show me that? I would love to learn that. That is such a strength in leadership. It will get you so far. And again, you'll be relatable and approachable. And then it also opens you up because you have become vulnerable. Your people will then see, okay, wow, she's saying she doesn't know this, but look at all these other things she does know. She really should be our leader. This is really cool. This is awesome. But if you don't open yourself up to that vulnerability, then they're not really going to see you for your value or, or why you're there. Or, I mean, the list can go on. But the flip side of that as well is everybody likes to be valued and get credit for their work. And so when you're validating them and telling them, yes, you do know this. I don't know this. Teach me this. There's a whole process that's happening there. It's not just you humbling yourself, saying, I don't know this. Please teach me. But it's also elevating them because they know something that you don't. And so you're you're valuing their contributions. You're valuing their knowledge, which is really huge in leadership really huge. So it's really proven as well that humility and leadership also leads to higher rates of employee engagement. Not shocking, right? When you're wanting to get on their level, talk to them and give them the credit where credit is due and build those relationships. There's more job satisfaction. Of course, you're building relationships. You're, you're validating them. And there's lower rates of turnover. Again, these are not shocking things to me, and I doubt they're shocking to you as a leader. If they are, it's time to do some humility training. So you may be thinking, okay, Maya, that's great information, but how do I apply that to my life as a leader? Or how do I know if I'm being a humble leader? And how can I act on hum- like humility in general in my leadership role? Well, in my opinion, this is how you can effectively act with humility in leadership. Number one, in my opinion, is to be self-aware as a leader. 
And it means that you recognize your strengths, your own weaknesses, which I feel like is even more important, and you hire accordingly. Hire your weaknesses. I can't say this enough. I think leaders with humility know that. And when you hire your weaknesses, it's so easy to give credit where credit is due because one, they're doing the work, you hire the right people, but two, like, that's an amazing team. Hire your weaknesses. You guys are going to kill it together. And even confront and challenge some biases you may have. You don't realize that sometimes until you get in a leadership role. You may be biased to certain things and you don't even realize it. In return, you will gain the trust of your team and you'll really increase your credibility as well. So the real core of this is be honest and be true about who you are. You know how I feel about honesty. (laughs) So number two is really appreciate others. I did a whole episode about appreciative leaders, so don't have to go too crazy with this one, but you can show this as a humble leader through several actions. It's always important to let your team know that they're valued. It's imperative that you always give credit to your team and share credit. Sharing credit is key. You, your business, your branch, whatever you are leading, keep in mind that it is nothing without your team. It would be nothing without your team. Yes, you may have started something like I started my podcast here by myself. Okay, I started my business by myself, but I have people that help me with things and I'm so appreciative of them. But to go back into my leadership past, I what would my job have been as a sales director, as a sales leader, as an event uh, director, as all these different things? I'm nothing without my team. I can't sell to an entire country. I can't sell overseas. I can't do I can't do it on my own. I mean, I guess you could, but you won't be that successful. So give credit where credit is due. A humble leader is always going to share the credit. Now, sometimes I hear people say, you know, oh, well, you know, humble leaders get passed up because they always give the credit to other people. They don't show, you know, if you're not running your own company or if you're, you know, you're in corporate America and you're a VP or you're a director or maybe you're a middle manager and you want to highlight what you've done. Let me tell you something. If you're working for somebody and they cannot see that your team is excelling and that's not a reflection of you, then that is the issue with your supervisor. That's not your issue. So if you have to effectively communicate that to that person, they don't need to be in that role. So I'm not saying don't take credit for your own work, but always include your team because you are nothing without your team. But if you have to say, oh yes, I did this, I did this, I created this out on your own, that's not humble leadership. Your team is a result of you. So anyone who knows anything about leadership will know that. If they don't know that, I don't think I'd want to work there. That's just my opinion. So just in turn in all of this and through that entire message, just know that your team will know that they're valued. So number three is be open to feedback and criticism. This is really hard for a lot of leaders. And I can't say I walked in (laughs) to leadership role in my young, young 20s, like loving this. It wasn't great. Nobody does. Who likes to hear criticism? Nobody right away. Now I thrive on it. 
But just because we are leaders, it doesn't mean we know it all. If I know more than my team, then I hired the wrong team. You simply cannot be a leader without the willingness and openness to accept feedback. In addition to the fact that you have to accept criticism, you're not perfect. And yes, there is a way that your team needs to respectfully give you that criticism and feedback, but I welcome it. I welcome it and I want it to happen because if my people are speaking to me and feel comfortable respectfully coming to me and saying, hey, Maya, for example, I had a sales rep. This has happened a couple of times. I've had a sales rep come to me and say, Maya, look, I, you know, I do enjoy our weekly touch bases, but I feel like we don't need the full hour. I feel like we need 30 minutes and that's it. You know, it's too much. I feel like they're too long. And I tell them, I appreciate the feedback. Let's, let me talk, I dive deep with them. I say, appreciate the feedback. Let's talk about why you feel that way or like, tell me why. And they, they'll typically, there's been a couple different situations, but one particular one, they felt like it was too detailed to do every single week. This was when I was leading a smaller team, which has happened a couple of times to do every single week and go through all their numbers, go through different things, which was interesting. And I told them that we would stop doing that when they hit their numbers. That was our negotiation. But I also said that I can understand how that could be redundant because they understand a lot of things. So I accepted the feedback and we ended up doing 30 minute calls as long as they could deliver the feedback in that amount of time. Because I understand as a leader that not everybody is going to work and operate the same way and they might not need an hour from me. But if you're not making your numbers, you probably do. But that's a whole other conversation. But I can accept that feedback. You don't feel like you need that time. You, It's better used doing something else. Fine. Let's talk about it. Or you didn't feel, I got criticism sometimes too about things, you know, numbers not being achievable or things like that. And I am very open to criticism about that type of type of information as well. And I'll go through that and break that down. I'm also open to the way that I speak to my team. I had heard from some people, which I've shared on the podcast too, when I switched from men's, men's clothing to women's clothing, I was quite brash and harsh and I course corrected. At that time, I was used to criticism. I've been criticized a lot, overly criticized at Joseph Bank. So I, I took it pretty well, I would say, for my age. But, you know, I it's made me better. It's made me evolve. It's why I do this podcast. So be open to it. It doesn't mean that you're always going to like what you hear. And I, in the point of me sharing examples is with that is, you know, Joseph Bank to David's, I took that seriously. That was some serious feedback and I did need to soften a little bit. I needed to know my audience, but you know, feedback from your team, you know, look at who's giving you the feedback and you know, meet them halfway and, you know, really evaluate yourself and look at, be self-aware, number one. (laughs) Okay, so number four, this is huge. Admit your mistakes. This is really my favorite one. Making a mistake doesn't make you weak and it doesn't make you a failure. But let me tell you this, you are weak and you fail yourself and your people if you cannot be honest about your mistake and if you cannot learn from it. So you need to be honest and share with them. So it does not make you weak. It does not make you a failure, but you are weak and you fail yourself and your team if you cannot be honest about it. I cannot repeat that enough. 
So how do you handle that? How do you deal with it? Just be honest. Let people know. If you had a a sales, you know, idea or promotion and it flopped, laugh. Whatever your whatever your mode of dealing with things is, have get the team together, laugh about it. You know what? That was a flop. That was a mistake, guys. All right, let's get back on course. You know what? I know your sales were bad that week. That I take accountability for that. That was my mistake. Who has ideas? Oh, look, we're doing all of humility here. Open to feedback, open to criticism. What do you think we could have done better? Boom, you are completely covering humility at that point. That's pretty big. That's pretty big, guys. I was doing um, a particular campaign um, for a previous employer. I can't really talk about the particular name. And it was a particular time of the year. And it should have done very, very well. It should have. And it flopped. It was when I was working in women. So you can, I just referenced it so you can guess. Um, but I can't talk about the the marketing background because I didn't work specifically in marketing. I worked in conjunction with marketing. But yes, it was years ago in my 20s. But anyway, and we were launching a new promo and it just didn't do as well as it did. And some, so I got a lot of feedback and criticism about it. And I took it to heart and the next year we did very well. But had we not taken that criticism and I'm saying we, myself, and, you know, there was other people involved, but a lot of it was my brainchild. Had I not taken that seriously, though, and just said, no, 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 and and not taken accountability, not admitted my mistake, I would have failed my team because we would have done the same thing the next year or even worse, nothing at all, and not captured any of that business. We learned from it and we captured the business. That's huge. So learning from a mistake can be so beneficial, and that's why you admit it, and you learn it, and you confront it. Okay, so there's two small ones to wrap this up. So number five for me is constantly be learning and be open. I, You know how I feel about learning leaders? I do a whole podcast episode on this, and I talk about it all the time. It's probably going to be another episode in the future. Be a learning leader. Constantly be open to learning. Your people should know more than you. Obviously, you're the leader, so you know something. You're leading them. You have leadership skills. But you want to have, like, the IT guy who knows everything more about IT than you. You want to have, if you're in, I'm just using clothing right now. If you're, you've you got a clothing designer, she better know how to design a lot more than you, or he better not know how to design a lot more than you. I mean, the list goes on. If you've got a marketing uh, guy or gal, like, they better know. They better know their SEO. They better know your target audience. They better know all that stuff just as well, if not way more than you. That's why they're there to make you better. And number six, do not ask others to do anything. This is this is mine. This is mine. This is a big one for me. Do not ask others to do anything that you wouldn't do yourself, let alone that you wouldn't stand behind. So do not do that ever. That's my do not for the week. In my opinion, this is so disgusting for me as leaders when uh, we ask people to do things that we wouldn't actually do ourselves. I will use a mistake example. (laughs) So I um, made a mistake with some boxes and shipping and all this stuff when I was back in my Joseph Bank days as a leader. And I'll never forget rushing to ship out these boxes for bridal shows and snowstorms. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. That could be a whole podcast episode. Maybe I'll do a special one. But there was a time where there was no budget when I was first starting out this division. And I was working for, you know, one of the most amazing bosses I ever had. And she's like, you got to stay a couple days at corporate. Like we don't have any manpower. And I mean, her and I had built these boxes together in her house in her garage 
do you know what I did? I had no extra clothes. I pulled out grubby whatever clothing I had. I put it on and I went down to that warehouse and I packed those boxes. Do you want to know why I did that gladly? Because she did that at her house and I did that alongside of her. She was not asking me to do anything that she wouldn't have done. She did it. I have carried that with me through my entire career and I'll carry that with me through the rest of my career. And I went to shows, went to trade shows. I was even told in previous positions, you know, Maya, you do things that you don't need to do. That's too much. That's too extra. You don't need to do that. That's not part of your job. I don't care if it's not a part of my job. If I'm asking somebody else to do something, I'm going to show them that I am willing to do it as well. I might not be as good at that at that than as they are, you know, like my point of sale that I didn't know anymore, things like that. But I'm going to show them that I will do it. I'm willing to pack boxes. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to do that. That's humility in leadership, in my opinion. That's a strong one, and I don't see it out there that much, or that it's not as talked about as some of these other points. So having humility as a leader is important and crucial to the effectiveness of your business, your team, your branch, whatever you're leading. But humility shows that you are more than just a boss, supervisor, manager by title. It proves that you're a leader. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.